Hello, welcome to Perry on Privacy, episode number 14. Today it's going to be about, oh, sorry, sorry, wait about, wait a minute. That was, yep, that's a, um, an alert ready system. Um, I wasn't able to record a podcast yesterday as my phone was hijacked by the Canadian government to play a alert ready notification. So this is going to be my topic for discussion today on how the Canadian government, uh, I don't think they could have got it more wrong, um, how they introduced this system. It was uh, just as bad as the uh, the Castle legislation that took 10, 10 years for the Canadian government to release. And all it did was uh, highlight how incompetent and uh, how they know nothing about technology, spam, and just sort of make the problem worse. Even though they're trying to uh, solve a problem, they, they actually make it worse by highlighting their lack of understanding uh, for technology. So yesterday, many uh, Canadians were interrupted. Uh, their car speakers, where they had their phone connected, all of a sudden they jump because they hear this tone. I was on a, on a phone call at the time and all of a sudden this starts playing. So this, this, uh, people weren't prepared for this. Uh, they did try and, um, introduce a, a test, uh, last week, but, uh, most people didn't even receive the test. Uh, the communications regarding, uh, the alert ready system, uh, was very vague. Uh, it wasn't sent out to everybody. The testing was very poor and overall the, the whole system is, is, is very flawed. And uh, there's been a lot of criticism towards the uh, the CRTC, which is the Canadian government uh, institution that regulates uh, telecommunications, uh, supposedly in the in the public interest. But uh, I think most of the work they do is sort of um, backwards, and it just shows how of uh, little understanding they have on on technology, really. And there, there probably is some potential for this. Uh, to be useful for the public, but what they've done here just shows how not to do it. And I, I received, like most people yesterday, three uh, notices about a, uh, I think it was an eight-year-old boy uh, that would be abducted, looked like by his mother. And this was in Thunder Bay, which I think is about a uh, 10 or 15 hour drive from where I am in Toronto. So it's, it's quite a long way away. You know, Canada is a very big country and it was sent out to, to millions of people. Mostly, most of these people would be in Toronto and the, the sort of Golden Horseshoe area, which is at least 10 hours drive, I think, from Thunder Bay. Correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, it's quite a long way away. So most of these people wouldn't have even been anywhere near the area where the alert needed to be. And they, they received this notification. There was people's phones that were on silent that were, you know, in the conducting business, driving cars. It's, it's a huge distraction. I think uh, something like this just shows how dangerous and irresponsible these uh, these messages can become. People aren't expecting this, and they they, they can crash their car. Uh, there's quiet areas that start receiving these alerts, and that's just one part of it. The next part is once this alert pops up on your screen. And I'll be sharing a link to my uh, Twitter uh, screenshot of the of the, the message. Um, sometimes people they mentioned to me that that they just looked at their phone and touched something on their phone, and then they couldn't see the message anymore. So the phone started making all this noise, 
and then when you pick up your phone and you touch the screen the message is no longer displayed so you, you don't even get a chance to read the message it just alerts you and startles you without giving you a chance to properly read it um there's there's a lot of uh criticism it's all criticism really uh based on this system of this alert ready system on the the twitter feeds and i don't know if it actually if it actually does work i think there's far better ways to do this it does not have to be so intrusive um also i don't like how there's not an opt-out uh option um I understand that you don't want people to opt out. This is an emergency broadcast, but it seems like uh, they're sort of sending irrelevant messages out. So in that sense, you should be able to opt out because these messages aren't relevant. So why why send them in the first place? And I've looked on their website. It seems very vague. Um, there's a lot of reasons why they could send you messages. Weather, for example you could have this alert playing because of weather. So do I really want my phone while it's on silence or I'm, you know, doing something to start? Oh, it's going to rain in the next five minutes. Yeah, it's about to rain. Oh, nope, raining's cancelled. It's no longer going to rain. I don't need, we don't need this to happen to our phones. We have weather apps. We can get weather updates. These are opt-in services and we do not need these services in place. So I think there's lots of room for improvement. I, I think on a technical perspective, they haven't thought about this process. Um, they haven't tested it properly. Half the people I've spoken to says they haven't received these notifications. Half of them have. Um, the testing is very flawed. It's it, overall, it's a, a very embarrassing and flawed system that I don't think is ready to go out to the public yet. And uh, the CRTC is unable to comment on this. They've been sort of inundated with people's criticism and complaints. So we'll see what they say and see how they adapt uh, this service to better suit the public over the months to come. Thanks for listening. Bye for now.